I want to thank my sponsor today. They really make the show happen, man. I, I just couldn't do it without them. You know, Solar Labs and Scope, you've heard me talk about it a ton of times because I've used them so many times. The beauty is, you know, you have a product, you want to put the right keywords because it's all about keywords, right? When you, you know that the keyword is what people are searching for, right? When you're thinking of buying barbecue gloves, what do you put in there? That's what you want to figure out. What are people searching for? Well, Scope allows you to do that because you get to see the number one, number two, number three seller in that category, in that group that are similar products. You get to see what their words are. Well, that's the key. There's no reinventing the wheel here. You're going to take advantage of this information that's available that Scope presents for you. The tool is very inexpensive. They're going to give you a couple free keywords. you got to give it a shot. Sellerlabs.com, sellerlabs.com forward slash scope. Use the code MOMENTUM to save 50 bucks. Save 50 bucks. Give it a shot. Give it a trial. Get some free keywords and see what you can do. Remember, I also use it on my wholesale accounts or if you do bundles, even better because you could take the keywords for each of those products in the bundle, figure out the best and put it together. Sellerlabs.com forward slash scope. Use the code word momentum. I want to say thank you to Karen Locker from Solutions for E-Commerce for being a great account manager. Yes, you've heard me say it a bunch of times, but I mean it because RQ4 was spectacular because of all the variations for a particular line we had that Karen entered. Um, 78 of them, I believe, and now I'm adding a bunch more because we're not done. I mean, it's time of year. It's going to sell right into January, February, and March. So she's getting ready to add a bunch more. That's the power of having that team member that team that works overnight, quite frankly, they work different hours than I do. Send a file. She sends me a file. She's like, Steve, fill in these particular fields, shoot it back to me, and boom, they get it done, and they get it done fast. And it just has allowed us to grow. It's that silent team member. They don't call off sick. They just handle things. Solutions, the number four, e-commerce.com slash momentum is going to save you 50 bucks, and she's going to do that all-important inventory health report. She only does that for my listeners, only through this deal. You're going to save 50 bucks, and you're going to get that inventory health report solutions for ecommerce.com slash momentum get ready for the new year now is the time very excited i've got Anna hill coming up pretty soon and she's going to talk to you why it's so important to get ready for uh 2018 hey gay lisby's group um it was awesome this quarter i mean i can't believe the stuff that was posted in there i saw so many people have so much success and credit her group with having incredible success yes it's still closed however they're letting you get in through my link, only my link. And so I have a link out on this episode that'll allow you to click through and get on the waiting list. And guess what? You'll get right in. So it's a special list. Um, the other thing which is cool is there's so many people learning uh, because Gay's a teacher, was a teacher, still a teacher in this world now. And we're very lucky to have her. And so Gay Lisby's group, it's an awesome, awesome group. Send her a note that I sent you. And you're going to get in. And it's just going to set you up for real success for 2018. I don't want to miss GoDaddy because they have been so good to me. I, I'm just so excited that they're a sponsor of the show because I bought so many domains through them. And it's so cool. So if you go to trygodaddy.com forward slash momentum, you're going to save 30% off your purchase at GoDaddy. I'm, again, I want to go back and do my purchases over because I'd like to save the 30%. Hello. But I am getting ready to buy a couple more domains again. When I see a big idea or if I'm bringing a brand to market, I'm buying that domain. You'd be a fool not to. And so try godaddy.com forward slash momentum, save 30%. 
awesome. And finally today, Grasshopper. Grasshopper is the app you put on your phone so you can run your business from your current cell phone. Don't add a second cell phone. A peer larger one is put a local vanity number if you want or a local 800 number to make you appear a little larger than what you are. Have the phone forwarded to your current cell phone. Have it forwarded to voicemail. Have it forwarded to your uh, reps working in other countries for you, your VAs. You have all those options. And it's just trygrasshopper.com forward slash momentum. And you're going to save 50 bucks. Trygrasshopper.com slash momentum. Welcome to the e-commerce momentum podcast, where we focus on the people, the products and the process of e-commerce selling today. Here's your host, Steven Peterson. Welcome back to the e-commerce momentum podcast. This is episode 265, Heather Havenwood, H2H. That's what uh, we came up with that moniker in there. We're going to stick it with her. A um, lot of energy, a lot of energy, but man, she can deliver. What's very cool is, uh, and we get a little bit into her story, but I mean, she's brought a product uh, from zero to one and a half million in like 12 months, 18 months by launching on an Amazon, launching it individually. Back then it was WooCommerce. And really it's about driving traffic. And I think that that's the thing that I want you to listen to in here. There's a couple really gold ideas that she drops. Um, she gives you techniques. Um, but her catalog idea, it blows my mind. The, the first off, the, the reference when you think of Amazon or you think of eBay or you think, just use it thinking of a catalog. And she used the example on an airplane, right? Looking at that catalog, the Sky Mall. It's a perfect visual example. That's what Amazon is, right? And that makes perfect sense. And it's the world's biggest and it's the most current. But how do you stand out in there? So that's where she starts with and takes you through that. But then her idea about once you have that customer sold, trying to win them over as your customer in a way that doesn't violate terms. I mean, I don't want to violate terms of service. I'm very worried about that. Um, staying within that framework and then to market to them is a very genius idea. And then once you have a customer and they bought from you, selling them somebody else's product, there's nothing wrong with that. And it's like, huh. That's when the light bulb went on for me. And it's like, ooh, if you have friends that sell complimentary products, could you work together to sell them Steve's product in addition to your product, right? Um, and if you do, and I will pay you a fee, a percentage. And it's like, huh. I think that's an eye-opener for me in this interview. And I think she really, really smart lady, really did a great job. And uh, I think there's a lot here. Let's get into the podcast. All right. Welcome back to the e-commerce momentum podcast. Very excited about today's guest because she is going to give us the answer. I've been looking for the answer. We all been looking for the answer for so long. And I, well, she's not all just sizzle. There's some steak here. How about Heather Havenwood? Welcome, Heather. Hey, thank you. No problem. Come on, that was pretty good. <laughs> Some sizzle. I was thinking of a Texas rapper. For some reason, I had to go there. I well, don't know no, why. I have sales, and I always tell my clients, you know, Ruth Chris, which is a steakhouse, never sells love steak. It. They always sell the sizzle, right? So that's perfect. Thank you. I love Ruth Chris. We spent $2,000 on dinner there one night. Oh, my God. And, and there were only six of us. Sizzle, right? All the sizzle. Yeah, the sizzle. it was $2,000. Oh, my God. $2,000 was the day. That's pretty good sales, right? Yeah, yeah. It was good. <laughs> But I've never been back. Now I'd have to pay for it myself, and I, I just I can't go back. I'd be like, eh, I don't eat meat anymore. But still, I couldn't do it. I, I just couldn't do it. No way. Okay, so you, if if you had to describe yourself, what 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 do you say? You know, um, Heather. Um, you know, I know you said sales, but what would you say? You know, honestly, Stephen, I'm a marketer. 
I come from the information marketing industry since 2001. I produced over 450 seminars. My first million online was um, 05. I have a master's degree in online marketing in 2010. And my second million online was just this last year from 2015 to 2017, 18 months to 1.5. So I'm a marketer. I drive things. So it doesn't matter what the thing is. I just drive it. I'm a driver. If you were selling spark plugs or Lamborghinis, <laughs> it wouldn't matter, right? Because the concept it is the matter. same. Yeah, it's like steaks. Ruth Chris, I mean, it's it's a cow. Come on. It's a cow. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's like all but the sizzle of the cow, right? <laughs> no, I'm getting a cow in my head. No, it is, you're right. It's It's a cow. It's a cow. <laughs> but why can they charge $2,000 for a dinner versus, well, I don't I know if it's... I that answer really quick. Well, so I don't know if Burger King sells... Does Burger King sells meat? Is it like beef? Kind of meat. It's okay. like this is my meat. The sizzle in Ruth Chris, I use that example all the time, so it's funny you said that. The sizzle in Ruth Chris is about, if you watch the commercials, it's more about the ambience of your family and the memories that you're making together. It's all about that. It's not even about the, the cow, uh-huh. you know? about okay. the memories you're going to create together as a family and romantic. Yeah, whatever. That's the sizzle. You well, never sell the steak. You always sell the sizzle. You always sell the sizzle. So yeah. does that mean, so, you know, most of my listeners in our pre-interview, we talked about this, are mostly Amazon sellers or eBay sellers, mm-hmm. right? And they're selling and they're having success. Good. They want more success, yeah. but they're scared to death. Right. They're mm-hmm. scared to death because they're playing on someone else's platform. Right. Somebody else owns the the field and they mm-hmm. can change the players anytime they want. And they do, you know, for various reasons, political, whatever. Right. You know, uh, think of the Googles that everybody who was selling with Google and then they changed their algorithm. Right. And then, mm-hmm. you know, their whole world collapsed. I've had a ton of people on that have said that same thing happened. So they're scared to death that that's going to happen. Can they, can they get sizzle when they don't own the platform? They can, they can. I mean, they're, they're, it's, they're dealing with a, look, here's the deal. Amazon, eBay, Etsy, all of them, they're catalog sites. Hmm. So let's, let's go back. Look, first of all, I'm a direct response marketer. Let's go back in the day. This is pre-internet people, pre-Facebook. Let's old go day. We're go, you're not that yeah. old. Yeah. Let's go back to the Star Wars days. Okay. So 2001, which is not that far away, but let's just go back to it. Remember when you used to, at least I did, when you traveled in a plane and you'd have the big sky mall, you know, the catalog. Yeah. Okay, so that's the new, that's the Amazon. I mean, that's what's, Amazon's replaced that. And so what did they do, right? First of all, it's a captive audience because they're sitting there for two or three hours or four hours. But also, it's all about the copy. It's all about what that thing makes them feel like. I mean, in the end of the day, this is back in 2001 through 2000, at least six or seven, they stopped it. And you can't make a phone call. They can't even get you to purchase it right then, but that was a multi-million dollar business. So the point is, is that it's a catalog. And so you have to think of like a direct response marketer where you're competing in a catalog environment. Oh, okay. So pictures, right? Pictures, communication, the copy, benefits, the, the sizzle. You're back to the sizzle again, you're right? It's that sizzle, thing yeah. that says, hey, here's why you need to buy this, Steve. You need a cow... Uh, I remember some of the crazy things that you would see. And that was always the thing that took me away in that magazine because I'd be like, what? Somebody sells that and somebody actually buys it? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, for years and years and years. I mean, every single major, well, all of them. I mean, I don't think, I remember really even one company that didn't get, here's what's interesting about it. Think about this for a second. Back in the day, Delta and American and United and Continental, when they were there, why did they have those magazines? They were big affiliates. It was the super affiliate. Right. Because they all got like 
they, they got kickbacks. So they knew by the phone number, they knew by the tracking, which company, which airline basically sourced from. This is old school affiliate. Okay. So they knew and they, the companies got kickbacks. Mm -hmm. I love it. So this is really, really old school. Uh, exact example of today other than it being digital. It really is. It's a perfect it example. It really is. It really is. But what you need to know is, is that they tested everything in that catalog. You know, they knew which, which buyers, Delta, American versus United versus whatever, Southwest. They knew what kind of buyers. They would test the different buyer. Wait, the sophisticated seller yeah, knew sophisticated that. Seller. Yeah, absolutely. They did different price points. You know, different. Mm. So here's, let me give you what I did in 2015, which is, you know, coming to, to age, right? Is I you sound old. You sound very old. I mean, that's. You. You're so adorable. <laughs> I'm, I'll, I think I'm going to hang up. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was I was on Facebook in 2007. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, I, the good news is is I do come from old school, so I know what it's like to uh, go from old school to new school and back and forth. I think it's one of the advantages I have because you can still have that old process and understand what it really is. So what happens is people go online. I think it's online marketing. It's not. Online is just a medium of direct response. And if you don't see it that way, you're going to get collapsed into, oh, my gosh, I only have an Amazon store. If you look at it from a Legion perspective and understand how customers buy and why they buy, then you'll look at it from a direct response marketing and use and you use Amazon, you use Walmart.com, you use Etsy.com and eBay to drive your own leads, to basically get leads. That's, that's, how, you, that's how direct response marketers think about it. Right. So go back to the catalog for a second. If you had this like widget, I remember they actually had this weird widgets or something. And, and the catalog, that was obviously sourced by someone else. It's not their company. They're drop shipping it pretty much. Right. But the moment someone buys that thing, the owner of that company of that thing gets the lead. So they don't care at the discount because then they get to market that customer over and over and over again. So think that way. Okay, so let's stop there a second. So yeah. my Amazon customer who's bought my water bottle, I'm looking at my water bottle. Mm -hmm. I sold this water bottle. It's a beautiful water bottle. I, I sold it. They bought it. Right. But that's not my customer. That's Amazon's customer. I don't have any rights to that customer, correct? You can't. You cannot email them, correct? You do not have their email, right? Okay. But you can get their address. Well, I can offer a warranty on this because this is really important to me that they get this water bottle and that they're happy forever, right? Mm -hmm. You will warranty fine, but that doesn't get you a customer. Okay. So what so, do I do? As a customer, you can either a, you can send something inside the box, like a, what they call an insert for a percentage off of the next one on your own website, right? Number one, number two, you actually have access to the address, not email address, the physical address. You do have access to that. Okay. Right? Right. They, you do. Mm -hmm. So you send them a catalog. And I'm allowed to do that within Amazon's terms of service. Yeah. So whenever we. Uh, yeah. So whenever we did because um, we did Amazon as well as Shopify. OK. Right. So or actually we're commerce. We didn't go Shopify. We, we were commerce first. And what we did is that anytime we did some FBA, like, you know, obviously, but some of the stuff that we did is that we did our own, we did our own drop shipping and we put a catalog in every uh, single order. You can put an insert in whatever yeah, you want. I think that's the distinction. I think you just said it with FBA being separate from Merchant Fulfill. I think that that makes perfect sense to me. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you can do Merchant Fulfillment, but we also did FBA, but even when we did FBA, we still had access to the address. Like your first name, last name, and at physical. We didn't have their email. We had their physical address. So we would we would actually send them like a thank you card slash a catalog. Okay. 
All right. And then a thank you card is absolutely legit because, I mean, that's real. Hey, you bought from me. I appreciate it. Um, and especially if you have problems, let me know mm-hmm. um, because you want to know, right? I mean, let's face it. That's really powerful. Okay. So you would send them a catalog and then mm-hmm. you would say, hey, not only do I sell water bottles, I sell uh, straws. I sell hats. I sell whatever else. Oh, whatever. Right? Yeah. On our my own website. And once they come onto your website, then you own the customer. Once you own the customer, I mean, I think this is another big failing that the people that I've seen gone in and done their own Shopify sites, they don't really take a customer service approach, right? You think of the big companies of the world, they know every detail about you, right? The really sophisticated companies really help work through and track the customer data, right? They, They really do a customer service management system, right? They're really, nobody's really doing that well, um, in my world. Mm. When well, that's disturbing. that's a miss. That's a miss, right? <laughs> I mean, it, it is. It's a real miss. It's all about getting the customer. The whole point of getting it in business is to get the customer. It's not selling the product. Mm. Ever. I mean, Ruth Chris sells sizzle, but it's all about getting you in there and having you stay there for a long period of time and having you come back as fast as possible because they spent so much money to get you in once. They want to get you in the second time because then they make the profit. The first round when they have you in, you've never been in before, they're losing money on you because the customer acquisition cost is so high. Once you come back just a second time, they now are in profit. I've it's heard that, that phrase. Business. I've heard that phrase, customer acquisition cost. Walk us through what that would mean in an e-commerce or in Sorry, your, oh, your old example. Whatever is Amazon, Walmart, just use Amazon for a second for conversation, right? You have a drop shipping company out there. You have whatever your thing is. Maybe you're doing 17, 20%, I don't know, profit margin. You're, you're maybe breaking even, I don't know. But the point is you get the customer as fast as you possibly can. You cannot do email, right? We know that we can't get the email address. It's already, but you can get the actual address and you can send them a catalog or an insert inside of the package, Okay, and you can get them to come to an external website, buy toys, to then buy new products and or opt into something for you to send them a catalog. I keep going back to this catalog thing. You millennials out there, okay, there's this thing called mail. I'm way too old to be called a millennial. Okay, not you. But like there's these people think, oh, mail's dead. Mail's not dead. In fact, for me, when I did this whole catalog thing, okay, it was 8 by 10 catalog, right? And the, my business partner at the time was like, this is crazy. We spent you know, some good amount of money on this catalog. Laid out, I spent a lot of time on the copy, laid out all the products, right? And it was about 10 pages, nice, heavy stock. It was evergreen, meaning if we printed it today, it didn't matter if it was Christmas time, summertime, or whatever. It was evergreen conversation, right? And we could send it out in inserts. We can send it out to a list that we buy. We can send it out to someone purchasing Amazon. Doesn't matter where they bought it from. We sent it to them. And we would pay extra, right? We pay extra for the insert. We pay extra. And they would dip into our initial sell. But what happens is the catalog was such a catalog that it would be one of those things that would be just laying around the house, you know, one of those. So it becomes a coffee table thing. And then that's all of a sudden your products are sitting in the forefront in front of them over and over and over again. So so I want to stay with this. No, I I think it's really smart. I get it. So (laughs) you're talking uh, uh, something that the people will hold on to. So let's use my water bottle as an example. So what would be the catalog? I mean, I, I know it would depend on what else I sell, but I mean, logically, if I'm selling water bottles, what would be the evergreen content that you would recommend that I'd send to my customers? It would be information about why they should be using water and water bottles. 
an education conversation. Oh, so it's kind of like that that blog post where, hey, you know, water scarcity or water issues and why ours helps, or not even why ours helps, just why, yeah, why, why you should I drink mean, more water, right? Why you need more water. There's one that actually did this right. I bought something on Amazon. I bought a, a name tag for our some of our employees, you mm-hmm. know, little name tags, little metal name tags. And they're like $6, okay? And they're engraved with their name, right? Super cheap, okay? Um, when they sent it to me, okay, they put in an insert and said, thank you for your order and for your next one, here's our phone number, here's our email address, here's our website. Please go through us direct. They bought my lead. And then I did, I did the next time. It was just pretty much the same cost, but they got majority of the money, right, the next time. They bought that customer through Amazon. So that's their next level customer acquisition cost. Okay. Yes. All right. And so you're saying, hey, no matter how big your business is that you're selling on Amazon or on eBay or Etsy or any of the catalog, I love that catalog reference. That's that's going to stay with me for a long. No, I just think it's well, it's a well uh, visualized. Anybody, Mm -hmm. if I say, hey, go look at a catalog. That's what Amazon is. That's a great description. It really is. Mm-hmm. It's not aggregate. I mean, because, it, oh, it's an aggregator. Uh, no, 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 does that it's mean? A no, no. It's a catalog. I think it's, it's a great. sophisticated catalog at this point. Yeah, very sophisticated. And so, uh, right from day one, is that something that people, that you recommend to people that they start doing? Yes, yeah, as soon as possible. You start, want to start building the customer acquisition list as soon as possible. When you used, well, it was WooCommerce at the time. Yeah. How the sophi- how sophisticated was your customer, uh, you know, uh, tracking system? Um, Not I mean, very. We kept it really simple at the beginning. When I first got started, because we weren't sure if the business model was going to work. We weren't sure if the products were going to work with them. You know, we just wasn't, wasn't sure. I think that happens a lot. So we first started on Amazon, okay? The catalog pretty much came involved pretty quickly after that. And then I built out the website. In fact... That's not true. Kind of, yes. So I built out the website at the same time as building the Amazon, but all the links, like buy now, went back to Amazon. So if you went okay. to our website, it was kind of a catalog site, but all the buy the buy links just went right to the Amazon at first, right? So because I, I wanted to see, are we going to make money here? Is this viable? Like, you know, people like this. Okay, look, it's working. Okay, now let's spend some extra time and create the shopping cart piece where, you know, get mm-hmm. our merchant account, all that. So I just use the main URL, right? I use, I use the main URL as more of a go here to learn more about us. And by the way, here's you know our address or, you know, can we get your address from you and we'll send you a catalog. So it was just, it was a very simplified site. It wasn't very big, three or four pages about us, catalog, you know, very simple. Okay. But it was, it, and it gives you some legitimacy too. People, yeah. when they look and they see that you actually do have your own site and you actually have a, an address and everything else, like, oh, right. okay, they're a legitimate business. Hmm. When um, I just saw today Hershey Foods, I'm in Pennsylvania, I'm not far from Hershey. They just acquired a company and they bought, I think, six or seven individual brands from this company. They bought their, they bought the company and with it came these six or seven, one happens to be skinny pop. That was it. Skinny pop, uh, popcorn. And there's a whole myriad of different things. And I think to myself, how many companies own a whole bunch of different brands, right? And do they cross sell those brands? Do they, do they capture that data and keep it in and say, Hey, uh, Heather's a customer and uh, she is now a skinny. Pop, she was a skinny pop 
customer and we're going to now market chocolate to her. No, I just wonder, I mean, when you get to that level of sophistication, I mean, Mm -hmm. can you, can you, or should you right from day one, put those kind of things in place, knowing that I'm looking at a bigger picture and I want to start filling it in immediately. Again, it comes from that question of customer lead acquisition. So if you, it's expensive to get a customer. It's more expensive now than it actually was before. And people are like, no, it's internet's free. It's not free. You know, let's just be clear about that. It's not free, right? So it is all about the customer acquisition. So yeah, if you get a customer and you can cross sell them to either other products that you affiliate for or products that you own, absolutely. Oh, you just said something I never thought about. So you're saying why, if even if Steve, you sell water bottles, well, Heather sells gym socks. Yeah, why not? If I can, yeah, you're right. I didn't even cross my mind until you just said it. It was like, oh, that's smart. In fact, back in the day, again, back in the day. So back in the day, (laughs) there was um, one of my mentors, Ted Thomas. um, He had an insert. He, I think he still sells it. He sells how to buy and sell tax lien, tax liens, how to do the tax liens. So he would make all these inserts. Okay. And then he would call someone like you, like Steve and go, Steve, hey, you have, um, you teach people how to buy and sell real estate. That's cool. That's great. Tell you what, um, Every time that one of your products goes out, can I put this insert? I'll pay for the insert, right? I'll pay for the insert. And if anyone buys, your affiliate link is on here. You get 50% if they they purchase as well. Mm. And they go, done. I'm sending it out anyway. It doesn't cost me anything to put a little insert in there. If there's any cost, the fulfillment house, you know, you're going to pay for it. Yeah, I'll pay for I'll write that check. So then now you have, think about it. So he didn't do this for one person. He didn't do it just for Steve. He did it for Steve and Bob and Don and you know, John and whoever. And now you have all these companies who pe- to send to buyers, 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 a key piece, meaning someone purchased something and they're about to get something in the mail. They just bought something. And inside the bo- the, the package is an insert for this guy, Ted Thomas's product. They are a buyer. You, what are the chances of them actually buying something else? Pretty high at this point. Yeah, and now, right. and now Steve, you, you, you know, you're the one who did this deal with Ted. Now you just got, you just got a check in the mail for, you know, Three or four hundred dollars. You didn't do anything. You're like, this is great, you know. So they were complimentary. So I mean, because I know a whole bunch of people right now, the light bulbs are going off their head. They're like, wait a second. Steve sells water bottles, and mm-hmm. he, every time he sells one, he's going to put a little catalog in there, and in that catalog, it's going to say, hey, if you also like uh, to exercise, maybe these gym socks. And Steve right. doesn't sell gym socks, but I do, and so therefore, and then there's almost like a quid pro quo, right? So if I put him in. For my customers, I mean, yeah, would you put them in for them yours? Yeah. Ooh, I bet you there's a whole bunch of people right now doing that math saying, like, who's in my I mean, network? I, like, mine was a, we did huh. biogenical hormones and some supplements, high-end, high, high, high-end supplements. A, a, a good compliment for that um, would have been some estrogen blockers because we didn't do that. We also didn't do uh, like BCAAs, anything like that supplements. We didn't do BCAAs. That would have been a really good compliment. We just didn't get that far, but that would have been a great compliment. Like, hey, tell you what, go to this company. Hey, give us your insert. We'll put it in there for you. We get a percentage of the time someone purchased something. And by the way, will you do the opposite? Well, here's ours as well. As I'm sitting here listening to this, I'm sitting here thinking about, okay, I sell a kid's toy and it's very popular. And um, I can then market other things. I only have that one product. But that doesn't mean that I can't develop a catalog. That's really what you're saying, 
right? That's it's absolutely. Like Steve, you know, Amazon geez. doesn't own anything. All right, Heather, you're Steve's pretty catalog. smart. All right, you you got you just you just went up a notch in my world because you're right. Toys I mean, R you're Us absolutely right. Either, and they own a big catalog too. Oh, dude, you're smart. Oh, I I'm love so it. I'm so smart, and I'm a girl. <laughs> I'm getting out of throw. Whoa, <laughs> she said it, not me. It's okay. I did. All right, so but it's really—I uh, I mean, it's really accurate. True, if you start thinking about it that yeah. way, then you start seeing some compliment. You know, you get like yoga companies and and water yeah. bottles. That's a good one. Yoga mats. I mean, just take. Yoga let's mats. say stay with that one, right? Just stay yeah. with that one, right? So it's yoga companies. I sell yoga mats, and now water bottles, and now. Uh, funky music it doesn't have to be the same brand so people are like well, has weed gotta put no, no, people no. who smoke weed in there because the yoga people right. uh you know, vegans you know gotta get all that in there but it's true it, it really you can really compliment and you can offer information on all of that right that's kind of part of it too that content yeah you don't also so so we always talked about in seminar world when i used to do seminars around the country we always said the best thing to sell a someone who's a participant in a seminar is what Another seminar because they're already purchased a seminar. People always complain they're in seminars or saying there's $3,000 seminar. And they're like, seriously, you're now selling me a $5,000 seminar? Well, yeah, because you bought one. So we figured you're going to buy another because uh... you're a seminar buyer. So it's the same kind of conversation. Usually e-commerce is going to buy more e-commerce products. Right. However, however, I would suggest you cross, you cross it and do e-commerce with information. So it could be a yoga pants and now, you know, $10 a month yoga classes. Why not? Uh, okay. So information or, marketing and e-commerce can collide and go cross promotion. So you can, okay. So let's take my example, the, the toy. I have a really popular toy. It's really hot. I then can sell, I don't know, kinder care for lack of a better word, right? Uh, something else. It's an educational toy. I can sell educational services. Right? I can put mm -hmm. them in my catalog mm -hmm. in fairness. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. You know, think back to uh, your credit card bill, right? What used to come, I haven't got one because I don't have credit cards, but what used to come in the credit card bill, right? All those offers, right? All those little things, were they put in there for free? No, they weren't. Somebody paid for that, right? Someone paid for that. So you know, there's this thing called Value Pack, and this is, you know, right? Value Pack, yep, yeah, sure. The Value Pack. If you see, if you get Value Pack in the mail, you're probably may or may not be opening it if you're because you like you know what's in there now. But if you just sent me my water bottle I just bought from your yoga mat, I'm going to open that because I bought it, and I'm going to see the insert or inserts that you put in there because it's my product. I'm going to open this box, right? So you have the open rate at a higher rate versus like a Value Pack. Right. And then you can have, you know, national companies in there. Mm. Why not? Well, because like you said, though, because they're buyers, so they're likely to buy more things. Exactly. How expensive is it to create a catalog print? Because this is a printed thing mm -hmm. to get it printed professionally, because this isn't something you want to do on your uh, the yep. old so uh, mimeograph machine no. for us I mean, people who inserts, remember that. Inserts are like uh, five and a half by seven. Super cheap. I mean, you can get them like two or three cents, you know, super, super, super cheap. Um, full catalog. We did full catalog. And when I did full catalog, it was eight by 10, heavy paper, um, glossy. I wanted this thing to what I call be in the bathroom. You know what I mean? <laughs> for like months mm. or be on the coffee table for months. One of those. Right. So it's just sitting there. Um, and people enjoyed it versus just an insert. So there's a different, definitely different. And we spent the time and the money to send it directly to them, you know, okay. it wasn't cheap magazine or anything like that. It was really heavy. So Did we you... looked at about, it was about three 
dollars to be three twenty five. Okay, so piece. pretty heavy. Yeah, pretty heavy. Now here's the thing. I know FBA. At one point we stopped doing FBA fulfillment because we looked at the cost of what they were taking, and the cost if we did it ourselves or a fulfillment house, and how if we could add the catalog, it was a, we were pretty much like even. That if we did the catalog ourselves, right, versus FBA, right, then we were able to, and we lower the price or something for the shipping, we were able to get the customer faster. Mm. Not so you have to do that, but it's just something to look at. Well, in today's day and age, you can do seller fulfilled Prime too, which is new, relatively new, where you get the benefits of Prime because that's why people have FBA, right, or be one Prime. Prime, period, right. And so uh, you could do seller fulfilled Prime and still meet those requirements and get that benefit, um, and and uh, that might be an option. Hmm, that's newer. So when you think about today versus five years ago, right, mm-hmm. eight years ago, ten years ago. Is it really different? I mean, the way you're describing it to me, it really isn't other than the catalog is moved from print to digital. Correct. Now, things are more on demand, meaning we want things faster. Like that's, But that's everything in life at this point. It used to be phone calls, and now it's email within seconds. So that's, that's things are happening faster. We're getting the products faster. But the I always tell people it's called the H2H philosophy that I teach to all my clients, human to human, human beings haven't changed that much. And what we haven't changed why we buy, how we buy, why we think, why we love, why we fight, why we hate, haven't changed. That's why you can open up the Bible. Okay. And read a story and get it and understand it. Cause we haven't changed that much. So yes, are we buying online and getting the product the next day or sometimes two hours later? Yes, that's true. However, at the same time, why we purchase things, why we go back to the same companies over and over again are the same. Loyalty, enjoy the process, they communicated H to H. We felt like a human. Things are becoming so high tech that the more high tech we go, the companies that go more high touch and more human to human, they're going to be the ones that are going to be a longer longevity. So the more high tech we go, the more high touch the customers desire. Oh. That was just deep. Heather went deep. Ooh, that's why there's H hug. to H. Heather H to, H. to Heather Havenwood. Heather exactly, H to H. But it really is true. H squared and also Heather Havenwood. But it really is the human to human interaction. And I know that we've swung, right? For a long time, Amazon was just like, get the products out there and just doesn't matter what you're selling. What's happening now is we the, the consumer is now savvy. They know that. And now what they're looking for, it's not even about the brand. It's that, that H to H, hmm. right? It's that was is there a human being behind this computer is there a human being behind this company well that's a good question so tell me how i only sell on amazon how am i going to let them know that i'm real and this is a person or me and my family (laughs) so the first thing we did in the catalog and i'll keep going back to that something that in that realm it could be a catalog community insert that i the first thing we did in the first page is yeah but that's somebody who bought but you're describing right. to somebody who bought, and I want to retain them, and I want to move. In that scenario, I'm going to take them from, they bought my water bottle. Now I'm going to bring them in a long-term customer. I'm going to sell them their next water bottle and the, every one of their so why you know, 50 so generations. So you. you know the answer. Why is anyone in the description not saying who they are? Hi, right. my name That's is it. Steven, and yeah. I sell water bottles, and I have a family of four. Why in the world is no one saying that? 
You should try it. I bet you'll get a higher converter. If I'm sitting there looking at water bottles and I see that your name is Steven and you've got a family of four and you live in Pennsylvania and you love what you do and you And you're good this, looking. Right. And you're good looking and I'm like, wow, that's really cool. I want to buy from Steven. And you know what's two dollars more than some company I don't even know if it's even the United States. I'm buying from Steven. People do that all the time. Well, you see the really successful brands, they do that. They right. really, why, are, why are people doing that on Amazon or eBay? I would well, they are. Them. The brands are doing that, but we smaller sellers, third-party sellers really aren't. Oh. Well, then let's, let's do it further. So <laughs> tell, help us tell a story. So tell us Heather's story. What would she be doing if she was a third-party seller on Amazon selling water bottles or whatever she's selling, widgets or whatever you were selling before? How would you tell that story? It's actually um, so I wrote the copy on our uh, copy, and it's a it's me and my uh, fiance at the time, and he was a chiropractor, so he still is um, a chiropractor. And what I did, it was only about a hundred words, if that, and it went something like this: you know, hi, my name is I, my business, my business partner is my girlfriend and I. We started this business because we really saw that people were unhealthy in the world, and we really wanted to help people become healthy. That's really true, you know. And in my and he's like, in my twenty two years experience as a chiropractor. The number one challenge we found um, with aches and pains was that they are toxic, and these these products help release toxins. That's it. I mean, something like that's it. That's the whole thing, and that's pretty much selling the company. And then we go into okay, this product specifically does right. So that's what we'd say in all the descriptions. Hmm. So by doing that, that a human, human to human. Yeah, right. There you go. That humanizes. Humanizes why this company is out there. What is it doing? This is a human person. They're a chiropractor. They're, they have a passion. They've done something that's making a difference. And because our products were really expensive for, for um, four ounces of a inflammation product, which was really potent, very strong, and really worked, was $75 US. Ooh, okay. Extremely expensive. So we had to really go the extra mile, right? Because you could also get a pill of inflammation for, I don't know, 30, you know? So we had to really differentiate ourselves of why they purchase us, you know? And so it's all in the copy, and which is, goes back to Cal. That's why copywriters, hmm. you know, this goes back to advertising agencies and madmen, what they were always the one paid the, the most because copy sells. But it's still alive today. I can always tell when I go on Amazon and the pictures are thrown up there. It's unprofessional copy. They didn't take the time to do a title. It's all just cut and paste benefits and features, bullet point, bullet point, bullet I can totally tell. I can also tell the ones that actually took the time to actually write something. And 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 continue to evolve and learning and make it right. improved. Okay, so let's take that. That's somebody who has their own product and they're selling their own product. What happens if I'm selling um, uh, toys from, you know, or wallets or water bottles from Columbia or uh, uh, their brand, or I'm selling Nintendo video games or whatever. I'm just selling, I'm a third-party seller, meaning I'm buying it cheap and I'm selling it at a higher price and making a margin, right? I don't really mm. have much to offer, uh, Right. I'm not it's not my stuff. It's not Steve's product. I can't say, hey, me and my wife, we made this in our back room. You know, this is our, you know, whatever. What, well, then what make can it, I say? Then make your company a unique selling proposition. Cause I look at the company all the time, like the little, you know, the company on Amazon, you click on it, 
the main, they call it the author of the company of it. You click on it and they have all this different stuff. I always look at, you know, what else are they selling? And that's, and that's important. It's kind of like okay. what kind of company am I walking into? Do so they if I'm care? a drugstore where I'm selling, you know, medication and yet I'm selling. Um, Does it look uh, like they're taking pride in their products or are they just throwing them out there? I mean, there is a difference when you walk into a really nice CVS and it's clean and lit and you feel good about walking through the store versus one that's not. Well, then give me an example. Wait, wait, because I don't get that. I mean, I know what I know what you're saying about CVS, but if I'm selling, I mean, are you saying if I'm selling toys and I'm selling water bottles and I'm selling, uh, I can't furniture or baby baby stuff. It's not all related. Is that is that an issue? Is that it's all clutter? All the listing. Are okay. they taking the time with the listing? Are they just throwing up one image and doing a cut and paste on a title? Are they spending time on the listing? So even if I'm selling somebody else's product, if I, yes. I, I guess that's the point is if I'm selling somebody else's product, even though I can make money at it and it's a crappy listing, I'm doing myself a disservice in the long run. That's that's what you're saying. Yeah, it's all in the listing. Okay. And if I can't control that listing because it's not my product and I can't fix it, they won't let me, then I probably should walk away from that product <laughs> yeah. as your advice, right? I mean, if I'm trying to create a brand, right? I mean, that's yeah. that's I mean, an issue. It's all in the listing. People don't take the time. I remember when I was on the Amazon, right? I would sit there and tweak. I tweaked the first image. Then I would I would use different images. I would tweak and see how the product prices went up or the conversion went up. I would tweak the listing, there's a lot of things you can do in Amazon on the listing. If you take your time, you like the six images. If you own the listing, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, they, that's the challenge. And what my example was was when you didn't own the listing, you were selling um, Monopoly, oh, okay, right? It. So that when you weren't allowed to do. Here's what but I you would say to that. you would walk away from Monopoly if it was crappy. Model. That's not a business model. That's not a business. If you can't control the listing and/or the customer, you don't have a business. Oh. I mean, I'm just being straight up. That's just. Business 101. If you don't control the product and or the customer, that's not a business. It's not a sustainable business model, it's, right? You're and not, you might be making money, but that's not a business. A business, the context of a business is that you either own the product and you can sell the product to multiple distributors or you actually own, you you use a product to get the customer to sell the customer more products and services. That is called a business. Anything else is just making money. Okay. Okay, and you're making that distinction, yeah. And I get it, and I, but I, just to be fair, and I want to, because I know a whole bunch of friends that are selling five million dollars, making money, and they'll they'll do their thirty percent margin on that, and they'll make I, money. Now they will tell you that it's not sustainable. They know that they could be shut down tomorrow. They understand it. However, they're making money while they can, because that's yes. you know the the sun is shining, so they're the sun is shining. Adwords. I remember when Adwords used to shine too. So. Right. Everything's true. So just be just be aware. The definition of a business is either own the customer, or you own the product, or both. And so your advice then for those guys who are just selling somebody else's stuff, don't own anything, is to own your own business. So so let's walk somebody through that. So they're saying, hey, I want to bring a product to market, and I'm going to bring it on Amazon, Shopify, WooCommerce, Walmart.com, wherever. What's how do I how do I stand out? So you're, you're saying it's the catalog. You've got to have the best ad in the catalog. Back to that reference. I love the plain reference with that Sky Mall. How do you stand out in that Sky Mall, right? It's that picture. It's the bullet points, the features, benefits, all that stuff. Executed really well, right? So let's, let's go back. 
because you said different things. When you're on Shopify or on WooCommerce, you're on your own URL, you're on your own store, and you can control everything from the product listing as well as the customer. When you're on Walmart.com or HCs or things like that, you have zero control of that. So there's a huge distinction. So when you're in Walmart or let's just call it the catalog sites, Walmart.com, Amazon.com, Etsy, eBay, those are the catalog sites. You have zero control pretty much other than the listing. That's the only control you have. So you have to spend extra, extra time on the listing because that's really your only control okay. at this all point. Right. So again, so that that's executing all those things perfectly there will let you stand out against the next water bottle, water bottle seller. Correct. Okay. All right. I got that. All right. And then when you're on your own URL, basically your own server, your own company, you know, your own page, you can then control the customer process. That's a very different conversation, you know. Do you have pop-ups? Do you have an educational conversation? What, why is your water bottle so different? What's so unique about it? Is there a story behind it? That is where you can start to, what I call, build the connection between you and your your customer. You know, why are you doing what you're doing? Is there a story behind it? Are you unique? Are you US only? Are you in India? Whatever, like you can actually build a company and story behind everything. So what, and I would suggest if you, once you get customer onto, let's just call it your own server, AKA Shopify WooCommerce, and you can control that process, you want to start as fast as you possibly can with the story. You know, mm. why are you unique? What's the difference here? Human to human. You're right human there. Human to human. As fast human, as human up front. Can. Yeah. I love it. Okay. That's that powerful. Help? <laughs> no, that, I think that makes perfect sense because, uh, again, uh, most of my listeners they're going to be in they're going to be third party sellers selling on Amazon or eBay, right? Um, a lot of them are developing their own products, and they're having some success. They want to go out and stand alone, where they can choose the catalog they want to place it in. I love that phrase. So they can pick and choose what catalog because today it's uh, Amazon's eighty percent and Walmart's trying to do something, but who knows what it's going to be tomorrow. And so by having that in place, they can pick and choose the catalog. And, I, you know, I guess the other thing that I'm thinking about as you're describing this, if you do a really amazing job on Shopify, WooCommerce, whatever, Magenta, any of those, you then have the ability to tell that story to every one of those customers in that catalog, right? So whenever that new catalog comes out, you start selling in there. Then I just drive you back to my really, really, really strong storytelling site. Correct. Where I can do that human to human. So invest the time there. I might not sell anything though there, Heather. That's not good, is it? Or you might, say, you might not sell anything where? Well, I mean, so if I if I spend a lot of money putting up my own Shopify site and I don't really sell a lot, um, you might be building a list though. Right, I might be building. I mean, I guess I I I don't think I said it. I know I didn't sell it, say it well. <laughs> but my point was is what I was saying was that I might not sell anything on that website yet. I've got a great story. I've got a great place where I can control the conversation. You can control the conversation. And as and long as I keep list. bringing people there, there's value in that, whether I sell anything or not on that site. Yeah. So sometimes we would have even for for a while we had like two buttons. You know, you can buy on Amazon or buy here. And the reason why we did that is because we understood at the time there was FBA and there was oh, a different yeah. shipping price. Ooh, that's so we, powerful. we understood that some people really want to use Amazon and their credit cards already in in there and they they trust Amazon for their merchant. That's fine. We get that. But they've now been to our site. Right. And of course, we would affiliate our own products, by the way. So we would make a commission on that. But oh, I mean, we would also make sure that they knew the story, you know. And then, well, the other thing we would do, and this is something that we did, you don't have to do. I think it's very powerful. We had a big, big time phone number call us, call us, Carl's. And we had 
someone either uh, we had said the phone numbers textable as well as callable. And people would actually text us and go, hey, I'm on your side. I have these questions. Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we couldn't maybe get, a, get back to them right away, but we would text them back. Hey, that's a great question. We're in the office on Monday. Can we, you know, whatever. Or, hey, here's our email address. Or So it's that engagement. It's that H-to-H conversation. You'd be surprised oh, how people actually called us from Amazon or called us because they found us on Amazon. They went to our website and then they called us because they go, we don't understand this. Here's a question. Yeah. And then once they did that, you probably had a lot more con- uh, success in selling them on your own site. I mean, quite That's frankly, right? That's because it's called H2H, right? There's a human. Right. Wait, this right. is really Heather? Wait, this is really her? <laughs> and, you know, as I sit here, and it's funny, I have a sponsor, Grasshopper, and this is a perfect example of why a grasshopper, uh, trygrasshopper.com slash momentum is perfect because they allow all those things. You can customize, you can do a vanity phone number first off. You can allow text. You can have, um, it can go to, you could forward it to anywhere, to anyone, at any time. Um, all those things allow you to seem which used to be an enormous cost and this and that, and it's very inexpensive for something like that. Oh, I love it. Oh, you're so taking me to places. Yeah, so there's, I mean, this is so this is the kind of stuff that I do with my clients, right? This is the kind of strategy and tactics and details that I work with. But one of the, I'm just giving you one last strategy, is the SMS, talking about that. So in one of my masterminds, I, I mean, I really had, a, this, was, this was a game changer for our business. Um, we were in a mastermind with a guy who, his client was, I can never say it right. The the law the law firm that did the melasilioma. I can never say that. The med, what is that? The disease in melasilioma. I've seen that commercial where they described and they yeah. Do I've seen the commercial. Do you have melasilioma? I am saying it right. I apologize if you have it and you're. I don't know what it is, but I, I know I've seen it. So it's basically you know they're really trying to get people that potentially have this situation and then call the lawyer and then that's how they make their money right. So they're throwing this number out. Call this number. Call this number. So, um, they, for a long time, it was just a phone number. And then someone on their staff was, you know, you should probably try to make the phone number text available. And they're like, that's ridiculous. No one's going to text. Let's just try it. So they turned the phone number, same phone number into, you can call or text. And they didn't even say it. They just said, call this number. People were picking up the phone and trying to text it and they were getting inundated. And they're like, oh my God, we didn't even think about that. So now they'll say call or text this number because people nowadays they don't want to call it's too invasive yeah but they'll text hey i just saw your commercial hey you know i just saw your product on amazon i got a couple questions so they'll do that and they'll do that at three o'clock in the morning whatever and so they had it they had their conversion numbers went out the roof it was really high went way better when you, they did text message and i'll mm. never forget that and so from that moment on on all the catalogs, on all of our data, and all of our websites, and where we could, uh, if we could, on Amazon, some places we couldn't, couldn't, we would say, here's our phone number, call or text. Ooh, that's a powerful one. It's powerful. I'm telling you, it is powerful it really because is. it's, People it's look safe. At text is like an email. And they're like, oh, I can text and they pick up the phone and they're like, blah, 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 I got the question. And then you can be in the moment. You know, so Google Voice, Grasshopper, all those things can be done where you have an assistant somewhere else in the country, if not the world, texting back a U.S. number and engaging with your customer. So that is like, I've given you so much information. No, that's a that's a very big one. I didn't even think about it, but you're right. It's safe. Texting is safe. It's not like you have to talk to somebody and hear yes or, or actually tell them no. Text, I could just stop sending, right? And and so it's very safe to do. So you said you work with clients. How, yes. I mean, how small do you work? I mean, because, you know, one of the things, I can't afford it. 
I can't afford it, but I want this. I want to build a business. I just, I don't know what the investment's going to be. I'm just not certain. I don't know what direction to go, Heather. I mean, how small of a client do you work with? Well, I mean, I start from people that are startups, but here's what I would say to that. You know, you, you have to either learn it yourself, which is going to take a lot of time, mistakes, effort, and money, or you hire someone to shortcut it for you. I mean, that's just 101, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what I do. You know, I'm a direct response marketer. I come from an old school as well as a new school with online marketing. And I integrate, I integrate online and offline marketing. And I work with clients, no matter how big or small, right, to take them to the next level. So I have clients that are at 5 million. I have clients that are at 1 million. Um, the other companies I've started with were all zero to 1.5, 1 to million in 12 months. So it doesn't really matter. You have to start with the right strategy from the beginning. If not, you'll just sit there and, you know. Right. You'll be looking 12 months back, man, I should have done something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 12 months for, you know, think about how fast the world is evolving, right? You see it faster than most. Up. Yeah. You and and if up. you don't start, when's the best time to start? Yesterday. If you can't start yesterday, then it's today, right? I mean, that's really the advice. You really yes. have to, ooh, love it. Okay. Somebody wants to follow up with you, best way to get in touch with you. Okay, there's two ways. They can go uh, to the following URL and they'll interact with my chat bot and they'll get with me on my Facebook Messenger. And that's askheatherann.com. That's askheatherann.com. You'll interact with my Facebook Messenger app and have a conversation that is actually my uh, direct connection. You can text me through it, the Messenger app, and I can um, talk right back to you. Or you can go to heatherhavenwood.com and the upper right-hand corner says call with Heather. Click on that. Get on my schedule. We can have a conversation. Let me look at your site. Let me see what's going on. No matter if you're in Australia, New Zealand, Europe, it doesn't matter where you're at because online strategies are the same around the country and around the world because, again, humans haven't changed that much. Is there a cost to have that conversation, that initial conversation with you? Nope. It's a free discovery call. We just were to see if we're a fit. Um, then that's at that time I'll have, a, I have, everything I do is customized. So it's a customized conversation and at the end of it. I'll just share with you what I can, what I can't do. Maybe it's not feeling like I can't do anything here. You know, um, I'll tell you everything I do is one-on-one. I don't have a big package or any kind of things like that. I, I like to work with my clients. Like I want to actually do a done with you program where I take you step-by-step step and mentor you through the process. Love it. Oh. Okay, I'm definitely smarter uh, after the conversation. Well, thank and, you. You're well, smart. Well, they, they they sold me on you, and I must admit, um, you know, I get so many of these, and I'm always like, eh, you know, and when they sold me on it, I'm like, oh, very interesting. Oh, good. And I get, well, no, I get why. No, I get why. I think the value that you bring is you've seen the other way to do it. Yeah. And it's not just must be Facebook, right? It must be Facebook. Must Ugh. be Facebook. It's the only thing you can do. Well, that there is a place for that. But it's not the only thing you could do. And there if everybody's a, doing that, then yeah. that's probably where you don't want to be. <laughs> there is a place for that. But I would say there's so many other things you can do before that and that would make you money and help you build a real solid business. And then you can do that. Love it. You know? All right. Because you H really to H. build that business, which again. H to H. Heather Haven. H to H. I mean, do you go by H squared? Is that what you, you said? I should. No. I, I like it. Heather Haven. No, I like it. H to H. I, I love the energy that you bring too. Thank so, you. So, man, I, I really appreciate it. Hey, I wish you nothing but success. Thank you so much.
Again, great interview. Really enjoyed my time with her. There's a bundle of energy, but smart. And I love I love the focus and the there's no doubt in my mind she's gonna be successful. And that's what I I think that once you get to that place, you know what you're doing, you just have to execute it well. I think um you're gonna be a much better seller. I think there's so many jewels in here and start building out your plans. Two thousand and eighteen, you gotta start planning. And by implementing some of these things that Heather describes, I mean, just an insert alone, simple, easy thing to do. Love it. The text on your phone number. Genius. Again, really, really enjoyed ecommercemomentum.com. Don't forget my sponsors, Seller Labs. Man, they are killing it with scope. Love it, love it, love it. If you're not using it, try it, try it, try it. It's a free trial. You've got to try it. Check your keywords and then adjust that title. Get them right. Get that those keywords in the back. Get them right, and Scope will help you do that. Uh, sellerlabs.com forward slash Scope. Use the code Momentum, right? The code word Momentum, and you're going to save 50 bucks, and you're going to get a couple free keywords. Take care. Thanks for listening to the e-commerce momentum podcast. All the links mentioned today can be found at ecommercemomentum.com under this episode number. Please remember to subscribe and like us on iTunes.